Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 236, your place for the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Naomi Hernandez. Naomi, welcome. Hi. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so glad you're here. Well, tell us a little bit about what did you do before real estate? So before real estate, I was teaching. I taught for seven years in Fort Worth ISD and Irving ISD. You know, being a teacher is such a gift and a skill. And have you found that all of those skills transferred? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, my routine, I had to keep my routine uh, the same. Mm -hmm. So waking up early in the morning, getting my calls ready. So instead of getting my lesson plans ready, getting my contracts, my paperwork ready for right. real estate. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. And, and is it kind of controlling the classroom similar to controlling the client? I mean, it is a skill. The entire transaction. So yes. Yeah. And I forget my youngest son, Andrew, uh, was hired as a part-time drama teacher. And he was barely like 22. And he came home one day almost in tears like, Dad, I lost control. He lost control of the total classroom. And uh, of course he learned, it's a skill, how to, how to manage, manage a classroom. Right, classroom management. Yeah, it, it, it's a real skill and that transfers over directly to what you're doing here in so many ways. Definitely. Well, what have you found in real estate that you love? I love helping my clients going in from renting to ownership mm. and then eventually through the years or well now uh, building equity in their home so they're yeah. building wealth so that's what i love well you know them. the most recent studies show that a homeowner has 40 times the wealth of a renter 40 times wow so we are helping people mm -hmm. build long-term wealth are you finding in this market that your prospects and your past clients are scared they're wondering what's happening very much. So I get calls from past clients and from investors now that, that are my clients, and they're asking, what do you think about this headline or this news? And I, a person, I need to educate myself of what's going on, use the tools that JPAR is providing us um, to educate my clients so I can be that educator um, for the people that I, that I serve. Yeah, a couple of tools that we provide to the JPAR network, jparinsights.com, powered by Keeping Current Matters, and Altos Research, two of the tools that we use that keep you informed on what are the current trends, what's happening. Uh, you know, Altos is one of the tools that really is uh, real time in the last seven days. And what we're seeing is basically a return to normal but it appears as if it's a dramatic slowdown. But selling a home in 24 to 48 hours with 50 offers isn't normal, right? But having a home on the market for 60 to 90 days historically is normal. But that appears like such a drastic difference. Right. Uh, are you finding that keeping current matters and Altos are, are valuable tools in, in keeping your clients up to speed? Yes, yes, definitely. And that's what I use. I use Alto and Keeping Current Matters um, to inform my clients to be that, like, okay, don't panic right. because they're scared. Yeah. It's what's going on in this shifting market. So, yes, definitely that's, I use those two and keeping my clients 
ease. Yeah, yeah. Here, here's, here's the real facts. You know, one of the things, I, I look at the Altos reports in virtually every major market across the country, and uh, in almost all cases, we're still in a very strong seller's market. I agree. Yeah. The, the facts are the, the 71 million millennials, and you've got about 69 million baby boomers. Of the 70 million or so millennials, two-thirds of them want and expect to buy a home in the next two to three years. That's a lot of homes. So we still have a gap in the amount of homes that are available versus the demand for homes, even at the higher interest rates. Um, well, and what I'm telling my clients, it's they are not that high. Um, I remember my sister bought a home years ago and she had an 8%. Mm -hmm. My parents, whenever they bought a house, when they bought a house, it was, I mean, I'm talking about 50, right. I don't know, 45 yeah. years ago, right. um, 11%. So even at 5.5 or 6, it's still relatively low compared to. Well, and as you mentioned markets. earlier, when you compare it to the cost of rents that have just gone through the roof, Gosh, the yes. rent versus buy decision has never been more compelling to buy. Uh, rents are just through the roof. My goodness. I, now it's my client is looking for a rental home and I'm like, are you sure you want to rent? Right. So we went through her, um, the lender went through her information and she qualified for a house, but I was like, are you sure you're gonna pay 2,500? So we were able to move her into, uh, to buy versus rent, yeah. but it just doesn't make sense to rent anymore. Yeah, and long-term that's gonna, uh, she's gonna thank you for that. She has 100% interest there, right? Yeah. Now, uh, you said, you know, like what you learned from the classroom, preparing for the day, having your lesson plans, that discipline of, of having your plan for the day, your plan for the week. Uh, what are some of the things that have set you up for success in terms of your disciplines? Getting my agenda organized. Mm -hmm. So a week in advance, or usually it's a week in advance that my agenda, start, my agenda starts filling in. Mm -hmm. um, and of course we make adjustments, right. but having a plan having like, okay, what am I going to do tomorrow, the next day, the next day, and so yeah. forth, being organized. Now, as you mentioned that, like even today, something happened to your plan that interrupted your plan, but you still showed up and did what you planned to do. Uh, has that always come naturally to you, or are you just committed to following through on your commitments? Well, I was, something happened this morning, so I was about to email, Mark, I won't be able to make it. Right. But I said, no, I got to go. <laughs> right. So just having also that, I need to push myself to, to, for that discipline. Right. But it's not that it comes natural to me. I have yeah. to force myself to do that. Yeah. And when you do that for the client, it really, they see it. They see that you went that extra mile. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of your clients, how, how do you stay in touch? How do you create, how do you create the business uh, so you have a constant flow of closings? So 50% of my clients are referral based mm -hmm. and the other 50 are combined um, repeat clients. And mm -hmm. I'll talk to you about that and investors. Mm -hmm. So my repeat clients, <clears throat> excuse me, I about three to six months, I send them postcards or a thank you Starbucks mm -hmm. um, or a quick phone call. So that quick phone call, sometimes it turns into an hour phone call, right. but at the end of the day, 
I need to touch base with them. And right. they, they just want to say hi. Yeah. It, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and they, they were complaining about these quick phone calls turning into half hour to 45. And I said, wait a minute, step back for a minute. That call, that person probably need, needed someone to talk to today, right? Maybe it's particularly with all the social distancing and things we've had, that might be the only connection they've had for a while. And you know what? They have, they touch other people that I don't. So then they're going to refer. So this is a story that I love to say um, all the time. So from one client that I met, and this is crazy, I met her about four years ago, and I've closed 10 of her referrals. Wow. One person. And from that one from that one person 10 and from those 10 I've closed they have referred me to so three of them have referred other clients and wow. these are all listings well and that that, so. that tells a lot about you right and your commitment to them and and the service you provide I mean that, it says a lot about you too well thank you but yeah. I have to be constantly and this yeah. is touching base not for 10 15 minutes 45 minutes Right. Like you're saying, yeah, it's just, it's just part of it. You have to and plan it's for just, it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they need to talk, and that, that's the connection they have. Well, what else would you like to share with the audience before we wrap up today? So uh, something that I would like to share to new agents or to agents and um, to be informed, mm. get educated in this. Uh, before I would, I would have said crazy hot market, but now I need to add shifting market as mm. well. So be informed, get educated, so we can be that educator, not the news, or not that one headline, mm -hmm. uh, because that's all they're gonna read, the headline, maybe, yeah. right? right. Um, so just get educated, so we can be that realtor, that a real estate agent that's gonna educate them into yeah. what, what are we going on. Well, you know, the headlines are just that. Headlines are designed to create subscription, sell revenue, sell advertising. And so they're always going to look for the catchy phrase that gets someone's attention. You know, the devil's in the details. I'm even thinking, you know, that we even start stop calling it the shifting market and start calling it the normal market. Yeah. Um, because it really is, we're just going back yes. to, to normal. You know, typically a listing, normally, you, you know, 90 to 120 day uh, contract to close, you know, list marketing to close is, is not an you know, an unrealistic time frame. But today that would seem like, you know, a crash, even though it's just normal. So one of my clients told me uh, this yesterday, the house has been in the market for 12 days. And he's, so this is an investor that I work with, and he's used to houses being getting on the contract, under contract um, next day, right? right. It's three just, days, four days max. Yeah. And and he's like, hey, 12 days? Do you think, I mean, what's going on? So I had to educate him of, well, we are in this market and he understood and we're gonna give it time. Of course, I'm gonna market the property um, or I am marketing the property and and we're gonna sell it. So, um, yeah. you know, educating the client yeah. of, the market that is normalizing. Yeah, right now instead of the five to seven days, we're seeing 25 to 30 days, right? And mm -hmm. so that seems like this big slowdown when in fact, you know, normally is 90 days. But uh, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you, because you have a lot of listings, uh, agents who are listening in, they're not used to 
in the normal days, we had to service the listing. You know, because if you have it for 90 days, it's just not gone, right? You have to weekly communication and what the marketing plan is. And there's a servicing component that I think we've all forgotten. Have you started to put that into your uh, client contact for all your listings, kind of a longer term service the listing plan? So I just, uh, I just added a longer term plan for right. one of my clients that we've been in the market for 18 days. Mm -hmm. And so before him calling me, I called him yesterday about, well, this is the plan. Good. Yeah. So I don't, if other agents come along and say, hey, well, I can sell it in so many days. Well, I'm calling my clients, yeah. letting them know of what's going on. And this is the plan on. I want everyone in the audience to hear this. I want you to hear it again. She was proactive in going to them to say, hey, after 18 days, which is pretty phenomenal, you know, we're going to come up with a longer term plan. You proactively did that versus waiting for the client to come to you. That's one of the biggest complaints that broker owners all across the country get from sellers. I haven't heard from my agent in enough time and they're not proactive enough on the marketing of the property. So perfect. And because I learned my, ex I learned from experience, uh, I didn't touch base whenever I had to touch base and then they called me to terminate the listing. Ouch. That's a big, that's a big lesson. So, very big lesson. And I just don't want that to happen again. So I need yeah. to be proactive and, and touch base with them. Yeah. Usually once a week or after an open house, let's say on Monday, touch base and, yeah. and explain the plan of what's for that week. Yeah. Because the goal is to sell the property, right? Yeah. Isn't how almost all of us have learned, you know, we learn uh, by mistakes and, and you know, that mistake, uh, you got a big lesson. You never let it happen again. You won't. <laughs> yeah. I think in Texas, you know, many of you know that we're here in Texas, even though we have audience all over the country and all over the world. But Texas, there's a phrase, you know, where the leather is scarred, you know, there's stories to tell. Oh, yeah. And you've got stories to I tell. Agree. Well, appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, well, you're welcome. And there we go. That's a wrap for this episode of Success Superstars. Until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears.